Hi, all you SPMEs out there. Today's video has three points, and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to the one thing that so many authors are doing that you may not be thinking about it that's costing you a lot of sales, a major mistake that you're making. So just stick around and I'll hit it. So what we're gonna discuss in today's video is the three most common self-publisher mistakes. So you might be thinking, I don't think I'm making any mistakes, but the problem is we are all making mistakes. And when you're first getting started, the number of mistakes you're making is going to be pretty high, a lot higher than you would imagine. And so we're going to explore a bit of which ones you're making, and you can sort of go through and check off and see maybe you're making none of them. But usually, almost every single new publisher that I talk with, there's, they are making at least one of these, if not all of the mistakes that we're going to discuss in today's video. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Hit the subscribe button if you find this video to be useful and make sure you hit the bell so you get the notifications of everything going on. And also, go ahead and grab a copy of my absolutely free self-publishing checklist to make sure that you're not missing any of the key steps and the secrets to winning at the self-publishing game. So let's get into it. From my own story, when I first got started, I wasn't aware of any of the top strategies. So most of the actions that I was doing was, were in violation of several of the key rules to winning at self-publishing, and I didn't even realize it. So I thought that you would just write a book and you would put it out there and then that would be it, right? It would either sell or it wouldn't sell, but generally speaking, there wasn't too much more to it than that. Now, of course, when you're first getting started and formatting and figuring out covers and all of these sorts of things, the topics and writing the book, it's so much to think about that it's very easy to make mistakes and to feel overwhelmed with just that, let alone getting into the tactics of how each of these steps should be done best. And I was definitely making a whole number of these mistakes. I discovered the hard way, the importance of the title that you choose for your book and the cover, in particular, the cover, and just how important that is as well. And we're gonna hit a little bit more of that when we get to today's three points. So by changing out both the title and the cover, I already started to see an increase, a steady flow of sales coming to my books. And the final thing is when I started running Amazon ads, that gave that additional boost in order to really reach a goal that I had been setting on the Amazon book sales. And so, but it all starts back with knowing which mistakes you're going to need to avoid and how exactly best to go about avoiding them. But often when we first get started, we're just so overwhelmed with the very process of writing the book that when we reach the end of it, of the writing, and you've got your very first manuscript and you've edited it and it's ready to go and be self-published, it can be a little bit overwhelming to understand and learn that there's even more steps that you're going to need to know. But here at Self Publishing Made Easy, I put out 300 videos for you, specifically breaking it down to show you that it doesn't have to be hard, that we can simply by following the right steps, we can achieve the goal of getting our book onto the market and also selling, and that's the key. So what are the three most common new self-publishing publisher mistakes? The first one is the wrong niche, genre, or keywords. Now let me explain. So the first thing is, is that we have to understand that 
there are readers in the world who are buying books on a daily basis. It's sort of like an, a, a river, a river of readers that are just flowing down. And our job is simply to try to find the ones that best match with what type of book we're looking at writing. And so ideally, we wouldn't even start writing until we're aware that there's enough readers who are already buying books on Amazon or other websites before we jump to the next step, which is writing the book and choosing the title. But we can fix this if we made the mistake of writing a book without even knowing how big the market is. One of the concepts I've read before was the subject of writing to market. That is where there's a market of readers out there and we're writing our books in a way that would make them as happy as possible when they read the book that we're writing, as opposed to just being the, the, uh, the starving artist where we put our artwork out into the world and just hope the best. And that is a huge problem because we want to make sure that we both can give out the content that's on our hearts to the public to read, but also in a way in which they want to read it as well. This back and forth, like if you're gonna produce a new soft drink and you want to sell it on the market, wouldn't it be good to have an idea if the market even wants the drink before we invest a lot of money and time and putting it onto the market? And the same thing applies with your books. So we're gonna start, I use a tool called Katie Spy. You can find my affiliate link in the description to help me find which books and topics and keywords in particular are selling. For example, like I knew at one time puppy training was a very popular keyword and I could see there were not that many books on the topic and yet the books that were on there, their basic sales rank were under, in the top 100,000. And so there was this ratio between how many books are selling and how many books are on Amazon that told me this was a very popular niche. And so this is one of those popular niches several years back that you can make a decent amount of money if by putting a book out. And then if you happen to have the knowledge on that subject, we have a perfect match. As opposed to, let's say I came up with a clever idea which was puppy hairstyling. Now if I find that there are no books on the topic, well, that would make my book be the most popular. But if there's no books, how do I know there's even an audience? Can you see, I hope, I hope I'm being clear here that we wanna make sure we both have an audience and not too many books on that specific topic. Because if there's too many books, the competition's too high. But if there's no audience, then your sales are gonna be, it's gonna be impossible if you've chosen the wrong market. That was a book I read called Choose that specifically points out that if you choose the wrong market, it makes it incredibly hard. Now, it is possible to win the lottery. Like for example, if you came up with a fidget spinner back in, I think it was 2017, you would win, but how would you know this was going to become popular? The number of failures you would need would be so massive in order to do that. And that's why for most new authors, it's so important to use the time necessary to make sure that there actually even is a market. Now, if you've already written the book, in a particular genre, that's fine, but we can still look at the keywords that are being used in the other, the other books of that same genre. Certain keywords seem to show up in, this, in the titles and such. And so we're gonna make sure those keywords show up on our titles and that even a book you've already written, I discovered this one again the hard way, a book you've already written, you can change the title. Now your ISBN that's associated with it will have issues on your print versions of the book and also the audiobook version, but at least you can change the title with the, with the Kindle version and come out with a new version for the paperback. So to make sure that the title you have is something that people who are searching for your kind of book are going to easily find it. Now let's get into the second mistake, the wrong cover and description.
your cover does not look anything like other covers for the same genre or niche that you're writing into. So you might notice shapeshifter romance novels, or maybe you notice that science fiction books all have rockets on the cover, whatever they might have. Look at the top sellers in your category and your book should fit right on into the covers that are there. This is a huge mistake because you might be thinking that the readers are choosing your book because of the quality of the text in the book. That is incorrect. They're choosing the book because first they see the cover and it draws them in to click on it. The second thing is they see the title and it has those keywords they're looking for. And then the third thing is they're gonna look at the description that you have. And based upon the combination of these, if they haven't heard of you before, because obviously if you already have an audience, then most of this is irrelevant. But if you aren't selling thousands of books a day, then you really do need to pay attention to who is selling those thousands of books and make sure your book mixes in nice and easy. They shouldn't be able to see the difference. This is a huge mistake that most new authors make. Old authors too that are making no sales also make the same mistake. So don't get creative on your titles and your covers and your descriptions. Do what is winning. Follow the formula that is being followed by the top sellers in your niche. Now it'll be different for different niches, but take a close look. But let's get to the third point of today, and it's our secret point. And even though I already told you the titles and the covers were the most important thing, but you still may get, be getting no sales because of a common mistake. And I want to hit it on number three. It is that you are doing zero marketing. This is costing you every single day. You have no reviews. There's no team. You haven't collected email addresses and asked for help on getting the reviews. You're not running ads. This is, as I mentioned, for me, that was a game changer when I changed right keywords and ads. That combination was so powerful. Writing to markets that are hungry to read the books. Like right now, cryptocurrency happens to be one of those. And so, but writing to those audiences, running ads against it, and having the keywords and the covers that match the exact niche that you're in. Very, very powerful. Another thing is no content marketing, where you're putting out videos, you've got blogs on the subject, you've got maybe a podcast on your books and such. Uh, if you're interested in going deeper to the next level on the content marketing, just check out my course below in the description, and you can just take a look and see exactly what's offered there with regards to learning how to do content marketing for your books so that you can start to increase sales on those books and help you find the audience that you're going to need if you wish to win at the self-publishing game. Because the thing is, how is your audience going to find you? I can't tell you how many times I keep hearing new authors tell me they imagine when their first book hits the market, they're going to see thousands of sales of the thing. And my question is, who is going to purchase those books? Who's going to buy them? Who are these thousands of people? Do they know you? And you would say, they don't know me, but my book is so amazing that they will just find my book, buy it, read it, and be amazed at how wonderful it is. And I'm telling you, your book may be the most, the most, the highest quality book of its type. It's probably a winner. I don't doubt that you're coming up with just some absolutely amazing books that you've written. You've written just a wonderful book but nobody's gonna find it unless you have a way to run marketing and get it in front of them. And if your cover is terrible and your title is terrible, then they're never going to even give your book a chance. And that's the unfair secret of the game of self-publishing. It is that the marketing maybe matters more than the quality of the book itself. I'm telling you, high quality marketing with an okay book will dominate a high quality written book with terrible marketing. 
it's unforgivable to have poor marketing on your books. So you're definitely going to want to take a close look at that before you just think, I can write high quality books and people will find you. I've never seen authors just get found on Amazon. If their covers are lousy, their titles, they're running no ads, and you're not doing these steps with regards, or the content marketing specifically as well, in terms of trying to find those readers. We want to bring these readers in so that they can find your amazing books and start moving through them. Because once they find you, you're going to have a true fan, and that person will buy everything you write. So we want high quality books, but we don't want to downplay the importance of the marketing on those books. So have you made one or more of these top mistakes? If you have, I need to know. So write yes below in the comments or write no if you've never made any of these mistakes. Everything's perfectly going well, lots of sales, your covers, your titles, everything's great. I would really wanna know because it will help me know what types of videos I should be producing and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thank